0: Has there ever been someone who saw something in you that you didn't see in yourself? Remember what a boost that was to your psyche? And has someone in your career, a leader or coworker or a mentor perhaps, believed in you and helped you develop and advance in your career? How would you like to be that person for someone else? How would you like to make a meaningful difference in other people's lives? You can, and I believe all of us owe it to the people who came before us, the people who believed in us, the people who invested in us. I believe we owe it to them and their legacy to be that for other people in our lives. To be that person for someone else, you'll need to bring out the best in people. In my work with tens of thousands of people around the world, I've discovered a secret ingredient for bringing out the best in people. And in today's conversation, I'm going to unpack that ingredient so that you can bring out the best in people and tap into the potential of your team. This is the Team of a Lifetime show. I'm your host, Sally Love, and I have helped hundreds of leaders in industrial manufacturing, construction, And on capital projects of up to $24 billion, transform their failing or mediocre teams into exceptional teams, teams that delivered results that people didn't even believe were possible. And that's what the Team of a Lifetime show is all about. Success stories, successful team approaches, and lessons learned to help you transform your team into the Team of a Lifetime. So back to my question, has there ever been someone who saw something in you that you didn't see in yourself? Take a second right now and recall who that person was. Visualize that person in your mind and when and where you interacted with them. Recall what it was that they saw in you that you didn't see in yourself. Aren't you glad they did? And what about that person who invested in you? and help put your career on a totally different trajectory to success. Aren't you grateful that they thought you were worth investing in? It turns out that the prerequisite for being that person for someone else is the same prerequisite for building an exceptional team. That prerequisite is a fundamental belief in people. You have to believe in the people you're leading. And you have to believe that they can succeed and you need a genuine desire to help them succeed. This fundamental belief in people is at the heart of helping people reach their own potential of bringing out of a person the very best that they have to offer. If you don't believe in your own team members, then you don't stand a chance of building an exceptional team that delivers results. You've seen people who don't possess a fundamental belief in people. They treat people poorly. They treat them as if they're a commodity. And if you've ever worked for someone with that attitude, you know it's very discouraging. It causes many people to lose hope. A few years into my engineering career, I determined that rather than continue in design engineering on capital projects, I wanted to become a project manager on capital projects. I went to see my boss at the time. He was the manager of projects. In other words, all the project managers in our location worked for him. I walked into his spacious office, and I sat down in the obligatory guest chair right across from his desk, He wheeled around in his swivel chair and said, so Sally, what do you want to talk to me about today? And I began sharing my excitement for project management with him. I told him why I thought I was well-suited to become a project manager. And I told him how the past year that I had spent out on a construction site on a startup of a manufacturing facility had really lit the spark for becoming a project manager. I had barely gotten the words out of my mouth when he slowly moved his bifocals down on the tip of his nose, peered over them and said, Sally, there's something you need to understand. You won't be a project manager until you're 40 and you have gray hair. Not until I was 40 years old. As I sat in my boss's office that day, I was 26 years old. And when you're 26 years old, 40 seems like a long way off. Needless to say, my boss was not skilled at bringing out the best in his people. So exactly what can you do that my boss didn't do to tap into your team's potential and bring out the best in your people? And is it even possible? It's definitely possible. I've discovered a secret ingredient for bringing out the best in people, and it's the same ingredient for building exceptional teams. That secret ingredient is confidence. When people have confidence, they believe they can succeed. And a person's got to believe they can succeed before they can actually succeed. And it's that belief, that confidence that energizes your team members and opens up possibilities in their minds and motivates them to take action and move forward. Lack of confidence is debilitating. The fear of failure or the fear of a negative outcome hinders your team members' ability to venture outside their comfort zone. They stay right where they are. They don't make forward progress. They don't take the very action they need to take to be successful because it's too scary to do that without confidence. Your team has goals, right? Well, when your team members have confidence in their abilities, they aren't satisfied with the status quo and they loathe being mediocre. Their confidence motivates them to set more ambitious goals. And confident team members are more decisive. They have lower levels of stress. And they make better leaders themselves. And all of these contribute to exceptional teams. And a really big benefit of confidence is that it makes team members more resilient when they encounter challenges roadblocks, and setbacks. And you and I both know we certainly have no shortage of challenges, roadblocks, and setbacks in our industry. So clearly, confidence is huge. But you know what? I've had many people in supervisory or leadership positions tell me, it's not my problem if team members have low confidence, but they're wrong. It is very much their problem. Because the truth is that people with low confidence contribute less to the team. And people with extremely low confidence, and they're out there, they're likely on your team right now, people with extremely low confidence contribute only a negligible amount to the team. So it is the leader or the supervisor's problem. You're accountable for delivering results. How are you going to do that if your team members aren't contributing? As you begin to build confidence in your people, recognize that it's not a one and done kind of thing. It's an ongoing activity that you'll need to engage in. One of the guests on the Team of a Lifetime podcast last year said, I've got these limiting beliefs and I'll conquer one, but then another one shows up. Isn't that the way it is for all of us? Just when we think we've got it, something else pops up. And then when that pops up, self doubt and a lack of confidence creeps in. Start observing your people so that you can detect when their confidence is starting to slip. When someone walks into a room, I can immediately tell if they're lacking confidence in themselves. Yet there are other people who exude confidence when they walk into a room. Now, to be clear, I'm not talking about arrogance, I'm talking about healthy confidence in their abilities to contribute. And confidence is almost always accompanied by the desire to contribute. So people with confidence believe they can contribute and they have the desire to contribute. So one aspect of confidence is to build up your people. The other aspect is to not kill the confidence that your team members already have, that confidence that they walked into the room with. Remember my boss, talk about crushing someone's confidence. Just tell a 26-year-old, eager, enthusiastic employee wanting to advance in her career that she won't even have a shot at her dreams and ambitions for at least 14 more years. Have you ever heard the saying, speak to your children as if they are the wisest, kindest, most beautiful and magical humans on earth? For what they believe is what they will become. It's so true. To apply that to the context of building your team into an exceptional team, be a positive influence in your team member's career and in their life. You can be the person who recognizes them, who encourages them. Be that person who catches them doing things right. Let them know that you know what they're good at and provide opportunities for them to be in roles where they can do what they do best. Make it your personal leadership mission to build confidence in your team members and any other people you influence. Many a team member has been like me, eager, full of excitement for something they were passionate about, something they wanted to contribute only to have that fire extinguished by someone else. Every person you lead is uniquely made. Get to know each person and discover what opportunities make them come alive. Then help them become successful. And by all means, don't extinguish the fire within them. A really practical way to help build confidence in your team members is to have them make a list of their contributions, their accomplishments, and the gifts that they have to contribute to the team. And you make a similar list from your perspective. Then meet one-on-one with them and talk through the list. People low in confidence don't realize how much they have to offer or the positive way that they're perceived. Be the person who helps them see, maybe for the first time, just how valuable they are and can be in the future. Many of the large corporations I work with conduct one-on-one meetings between leaders and team members. Maybe your company does that too. And those one-on-ones can be great. I am all in favor of them. Just make sure you're very intentional about how they're structured and what gets discussed in them. And going through this exercise of each person, the team member and you making a list of the contributions. And the accomplishments and the gifts that each person has to offer, that is a great item for discussion in a one-on-one meeting. You use this exercise in your one-on-ones and you can sit there and watch your team members' confidence come alive right before your eyes. Let's briefly review the key points from our conversation today. A fundamental belief in people is a prerequisite for bringing out the best in your people and a prerequisite for building an exceptional team. You just simply won't be successful in building a high performing team if you don't believe in your people and want to see them be successful. The secret ingredient for bringing out the best in people is confidence. And as a leader, part of your job is to build your team members' confidence. Confidence is something that people don't talk a lot about, but we need to be talking about it. When your team members have confidence, they deliver better outcomes and they make better team members. And as leaders, we must be very careful not to crush people's confidence by extinguishing their dreams and aspirations. Just imagine the kind of team you'll have when your team members have confidence in their abilities and when you're helping them contribute in ways that make them come alive. Do your people know you have confidence in them? Don't assume they know, tell them. Because you expressing, I believe in you, or I have confidence in you, or pointing out to them what they're really good at and how they're making a meaningful contribution could be the difference between a team member taking the next step in their journey to high performance or throwing in the towel. Hey, thank you for being here today on this important conversation. If this was valuable to you, will you share it? And let me know what questions you have about developing exceptional teams. And you might just hear your answer right here in the future. Join me next week for another episode of the Team of a Lifetime Show.